Hey, how's it going? This is Jay. This is Out of Depth Plays, and you're watching a very special, or listening, if you're into the podcast game, you are listening or watching a very special episode. It's a session zero for our second series of Out of Depth Plays. We're going to be playing Mothership RPG with Gail, Reedon, and David. Uh, and I'm very excited to do that. If For those of you who are just finding us, whether you just now discovered this podcast or you are discovering it because you're into Mothership and you haven't seen what we've done before, we like to play a single system for 12 sessions. And at the end of that 12 sessions, we're done. The story's done. It's contained and gone. And we put that game back on the shelf and we get a new game. Last series, we played Electric Bastion Land which was a ton of fun and now we're going to play mothership and this episode is where we make our characters and see what we're going to be dealing with here and i i'm so excited because character creation is that moment of infinite potentiality everything seems like a great idea <laughs> and this game for those of you who are listeners of the previous series and you're like what are we doing right now we're not playing electric bastion land what happened to hackway heights this is mothership rpg it is a survival horror uh, science fiction role-playing game in the vein of Alien or Event Horizon. If you're into that kind of game, uh, you can learn more about it, I believe, at Mothership RPG. I actually haven't checked that URL, so I have no idea. Uh, I do know that it's, run, it's made by Tuesday Night Games. You can Google either. Yeah, there you go. You can just Google it. You know where it's at. Uh, they had a very successful Kickstarter. And if you backed that Kickstarter, you'll probably want to know about this game that you're going to play. And we're going to try and provide a little bit of that. My experience with the game, I've been playing this game for a couple of years now. I started playing it in conventions and with Gail and, uh, and David, who've played uh, several sessions of Mothership with me before. And uh, I was playing the Zero Edition the 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 beta i guess so some of my rulings in this may be rooted in antiquated rules that are going to be long since discarded for better more revised ones but tonight we're going to do this character creation gig if you're not into the whole character creation stuff and you want to get right to the story you just skip ahead to episode 1 whenever we record that all right. So that being said, uh, joining us for this session, like I mentioned earlier, is Gail, Reedon, and David. Gail, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you to play Mothership? It's definitely a nine. Can't be a ten because I'm also scared that I'm probably going to die in episode one. But okay. way up there because I'm also really ready to play a different character than Sally from Bastion Land. Yeah. Not that I didn't so, like her. A nine. But, That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I can deal with a nine. David, you've played Mothership with me a few times. You've played a lot of games with me. You have died a lot in my games. And I, I didn't I realize believe I'm this. the person you frequently uh, kill the most. So, And in Mothership, these characters are a little squishy. How concerned are you that you're going to have to create a new character in about a couple episodes? 
Uh, not concerned at all, because as you know, I love creating characters. So, you know, killing me will just be a gift to the story. I'll use it. It only makes you stronger. That's right. Reedan, how worried are you about playing with three people you have never played for a game in your <laughs> life? Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. You know, uh, I mean, we've had a few encounters and, you know, I feel like I'm in very good hands with you guys. And I, I just met David like 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. and y- y'all are saying my name right, which is, you know, the first step to everything. Yeah. Um, so there we go. It's, it's really not, not Redden, which everyone in, in my real life just does it by accident the first time. But yeah, I'm super excited and, um, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to play. So if you're in Reedan's life, just remember, I have had maybe three hours worth of conversation with this person, and I'm getting his name right now. And if you're <laughs> in his life daily, and you're not getting it right, you, you need to reprogram. You need to get it together. Okay? <laughs> there we go. Is that what, is that, is that, did I overstep that? Is that, is that what we were heading with that or no? <laughs> It's just that there are some people where like it's been like I've, I've known them for over like I've known them over years and like and I see them and they're like Redden and I'm like and I'm with my other friends yeah. that know me by my actual by my actual pronunciation and I'm like hey it's great to see you uh, name and then I it, it's a whole thing dude I just I cannot correct them at this point I can't be like yeah. hey just so you know for like the past three years uh, you've been saying my name wrong just thought you would know anyway <laughs> so. Yeah, that's kind of a little side benefit for you doing this podcast is there might be some tertiary friends of yours that are going to listen to this and yeah. learn what your exactly. name actually is. And it'll be unspoken. They will just yeah. start like, saying I it correctly. I'm going to change and we never had to make it a conversation. <laughs> and we'll, yeah. never, we'll I, never bring it I up again. Now. Yeah. Or they'll double down on it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I can't hold back. No, I'm right. No, no. I, <laughs> I'm going to put my friend Reedan, but I call him Redden as a nickname. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done it for years now. Yeah. That's we're, just a me and him thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As I mentioned, I have been playing Mothership for a couple years and love it. And the character creation is a little bit different in the first edition than it is in the original edition. So I am going to be adjusting my expectations and my understanding of the game along with you all who have already played it before. I believe actually, Reedan, you've played on another stream. You've played first edition style. Yeah, it was it was a one shot. So I got I got to have a small little taste of uh, of okay. Mothership a few months back. Um, but I mean, I never played Zero Edition, so I have nothing to compare it to. So, well, you know, even though I played a couple times with, I mean, all I've done is one shots with with Mothership. So this will be the first time. Episode two will be the longest I've played a single session of Mothership. So. <laughs> That's okay. accurate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. new all around. Yeah, I think there's all. a. I think there's a. Um, a perception that mothership is kind of a one shot game. Mm-hmm. And uh we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna test the limits of that in this show. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. If it goes bad, then we'll just have a brand new story in episode two <laughs> with new characters. And that's okay. I hope so, just because when I when I was reading the the guide, there's like a whole like meaty section in the very back where it just talks about just the inventory management the survival aspects of just living on a ship which i thought was kind of nice we'll see if we get to any of that (laughs) i've got fun plans 
So for this, for Mothership, it's a D100 system. That means that most of the game, anytime you want to do something challenging, you roll a D100 and try to roll under a target score. Those target, those target scores are derived from the character sheet and your stats. And we are going to get started by rolling up these stats. We are going to start with David. I'm going to bring up the sheet so people can see it who are watching this. So the sheet is really cool because it, it's made to walk you through it just by looking at the sheet. You only have to look at the book. First, we're going to roll 2d10 plus 20 for each stat. We should talk about this now. I love rolling straight down the line. It's happening. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. I know some people like to be able to pick and choose where each stat goes because they have a, a certain character in mind. And I will leave that to each individual player, whether or not you want to do that. But uh, Dave is going to to do it old school, straight down the line, strength, speed, intellect, and combat. So roll 2d10, add those numbers together, and add 20 for me. Oh, 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 oh. That is a 14 to start, so pretty good there. So, so 34. 34. All right. Not bad. Speed. Speed. Uh, eight and a four, a 12. All right. So 32. Intellect is the next stat. Uh, six and a three. They can't all be winners. We got a 29. Okay. Combat is. <laughs> Combat is going to be uh, a four. So <laughs> 24. <laughs> all right. Not your game. Okay. Not yeah. combat heavy. One of the differences between the original edition and the this new first edition was that each class had a specific number for the saves, sanity, fear, and body. Um, they were, they were uh, static save numbers. But for this one, you're going to roll again. And these numbers will all change depending on the class that you you choose. But these are going to be your saves. So... Dave, I need 2d10 and then add 10 this time for your sanity. Okay. Uh, we got a 13. So, so 23. 23. Again for the fear save. A 17. Okay. So 27 for fear. And last one for body. That is a 8. So, an 18. Okay. So, not not super combat-y, not, not very stout of body. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of lining up, yeah. All so right. Next, we need my to... My dice are being consistent. They're, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> creating a consistent character model yep. for us. Next step, we go to select your class, adjust your starting stats, and save. So, select your class. I'm thinking not a Marine, right? Probably not. What do you think, Dave? My gut is saying Android at this point, but I... Uh, okay. So that would be... I could be flexible. A plus 20 to your intellect, giving you a 49. Not bad. But a minus 10 to a different stat. Oh, and then yeah. A plus, yeah, that's a big I, one. I thought it was just zoomed out. I thought that was a plus 10. Oh, no. You know, he's already <laughs> terrible at combat. I might as well just make him even worse. 
and turned his 24 to a 14. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just not a comp. He's just like, that is, yeah. that is not this kind of Android. So is that what you want to go with? Android? Unless anyone else was in love with being an Android, um, that was kind of uh, this is the concept I was baking on. Thing is, is that with with three players, we're we're gonna lose one off the bat. You know what I mean? We're not gonna be able to cover all the bases. So yeah, yeah. I'm just um, saying, I'm flexible. If anyone's like, I really want to be an android, I can I can mosey and uh, you know be a scientist or a teamster of some kind. I mean, pick what you want. There's not yeah. there's nothing against the spirit of the game to double down. We could just be yeah. all androids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We could be all android. Yeah, yeah. We did have a D and D session. That would actually be kind of fun. We're like almost all of us were gnomes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very pro. Like, forget balance. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean. Do what you want. All right, all right. So we're adding twenty to intellect. We're taking combat down to a fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Does that? How nervous does that make you to take your combat down to a fourteen? Because I know you're very like active. You want to have a little bit of control, and I feel like not having good combat definitely cuts an amount of control away from your character. You know, I enjoy playing different types of characters and that was one thing I really wanted to do this time is, is really try and try and have something very different, but, but you're right. I I do, I do uh, enjoy playing kind of chaotic characters that make risky decisions. And you know, that might not be who this character is. So yeah, we'll see. So you also get plus 60 to your fear, which brings you up to an 87. And then you have a wound, a plus plus one wound. Uh, the way this game works, and we'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to it more specifically, or we're we're I guess we're about to, is that you roll up your health, and then you start with a pool. Your health number is like divided into pools, like you have more than one health bar. So everybody starts with teamsters and scientists start with two wounds. Marines and androids start with three. So let's say it's 1d10 plus 10. Let's say you roll a 3. That's 13. Uh, an android would have 3 wounds worth of 13 hit points. Every time you drop down a wound level, you get a like some kind of scar or damage. Like, you know, you lose an arm or something. So marines and androids are a little bit more hardy by design. Does that make sense to everybody? Everybody good on the wounds game? All right, Dave, this one's this one's big. D10 plus 10 for your health. D10 plus 10. Good luck. That's a three. <laughs> Could be was worse. That, that was my example. So you're going to have a 13, three wounds worth of 13 uh, hit points, health. Stress starts at two. So it says on the sheet, take note of your class's trauma response. Uh, androids fear saved by, made by nearby friendly players are at disadvantage. David's character is never going to be afraid and never, never, never going to fa- fail a fear save because he's never going to be in combat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I will go this way. Uh, or I will be in danger. combat and suck at it. <laughs> um. We all know that David's character is going to be in the control room telling everybody else what they should go do. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the differences for this game is that they have random loadouts now based on your character class. Whereas before there were just three loadouts and you picked one. These should be like a little bit smaller in terms of content, but are specific to your 
class. So we have Android loadouts. So Dave, roll a D10. And I will tell you what your character gets. Six. Six. So you have just standard crew attire. So just like standard clothes. Um, which have an uh an an armor point of one. And we'll get to what armor points do. But right now, they're worth one. And you get a scalpel and a bioscanner. A little device that you can use to scan bio. Dig it. And then that takes us to trinkets and patch. You can just roll a D100 for both of those. All right. So for trinket, I got 88. You get, see if I can figure out what this is. I love it when they put stuff in there that I'm like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) And then I Google it and it doesn't know what it means either. That's funny. All right. You get a pith helmet. A pith helmet, of course. Yeah. I don't know what a pith helmet is. But when I typed it into duck, duck, go, it gave me responses for fifth element. So that's what that helmet is for. Lilo Dallas. Like the movie fifth element? Yeah. Like the movie fifth element. Yeah. With Bruce Willis. Oh. Oh, it's, a it's, pith. It's like a safari. Like a safari. safari. It's a safari helmet, yeah. Okay. It's kind of endearing. It's kind of endearing for an Android to have that. This has become an advertisement against DuckDuckGo, it sounds like. No, it's not. They're much bigger than we are. We're fine with them. I appreciate everything they do. Um, Not really. I don't don't give a shit about DuckDuckGo. Uh, Yeah, so like a little safari helmet and a bio scanner and a scalpel. I I like the most common thing people ask about pith helmets is what is the point of a pith helmet? (laughs) Is that like Google like filling in like this is what people people are asking about pith helmets. When they search, Uh, they go, what is the point really? The rounded design allowed air to circulate, cooling the wearer's head and scalp. There we go. Well, it's a good thing your Android scalp will be cool. Well, that's why it's a trinket. It's not practical to me. <laughs> it's not. It's not practical. All right, and then the uh, the patch. Yeah, uh, we got a sixty four. All right, <laughs> it's a patch that says "Space is my home," and it's a picture of a sad astronaut. And "is" is capitalized, emphasis on "is." I feel like I'm really getting a grip on David's character. Really shaping this up. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to stop there just for just for now, Dave. We're going to stop there before we get to your class skills. We're going to get everybody else up to speed, and then we're going to do the class skills, and then we're going to – but that will give you some time to, to think about who this cat is and why they like old-timey safari helmets. All right. Reedan or Gale. Who shall be next? Ladies first. Let's do this. All right, Gail. You know how you know the score. Strength. Strength. We're going straight down. We are. Thirty-one total. Eleven was what I rolled. All right, thirty-one total. Eleven is what you rolled. Yep. Speed. Double sixes. Twelve. So thirty-two. Okay. Oh, fifteen. Um. Okay. So. 45? Wait, what? I rolled a 15? No, 20. no, no, no. I'm already doing that 30. So. 35. Yeah. 35. 35, my dear. You're, you're rolling pretty good so far, though. 
You said you said that right as I write. Do a five, so twenty-five for combat. Oh my gosh, Reading, I hope you can roll some combat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two real low combat scores. I'm super excited for where this game goes. <laughs> Run away! Yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna hit up your sanity, fear, and body save. All right, sanity. Two D ten plus ten for each of those. Another five. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, for sanity, so 15. <laughs> this nearly average person is just a little unhinged. What do we get? Two 20. Ones. Wow. Oh, I know. I got two nice. 30 for your fear. 30 for fear. You can't be afraid if you're not sane. That's true. Right? This is where we are. Embody. Oh, nice. 17. All right. So that puts that at a 27. 27. Not okay. bad so far. Not okay. bad. That takes us to your class. You kind of have the pick of the litter here, Gail. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I am thinking kind of, I'm kind of feeling scientist. Okay. Yep. 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 So if you go with a scientist, that's going to give you a plus 10 to your intellect, bringing you up to a 45. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And a plus, plus five, five to any one stat. Ooh. All carrots, no stick with the scientist. Uh, I'm going to go. What do I want to go? Uh, I'm going to go with combat. Bring that up to a 30 since it's so normal. <laughs> and then uh, plus 32 sanity, which is good because my sanity was really low. Wow, that kind of leveled everything out there. Okay. Yeah. All right. That takes us to 1d10 plus 10 for your health. Eight. So an 18. And be, but because you're a scientist, you get two wounds, sure. which is funny because with two wounds at 18, she has a, th- that would be 38 hits, 36. which is thir- 36, which is almost as much as what David has with three wounds. Yeah. Anything else? Your trauma response as a scientist, whenever you fail a sanity save, <laughs> all nearby friendly <laughs> players gain one stress. So it's probably a good thing you chose a scientist to bump that sanity. Actually, up to I don't 45. know. Maybe I should have hoped for a higher sanity <laughs> for a scientist. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh well, uh, this is what I'm going with. I We're choose here. chaos. Yeah, I choose chaos. Okay. And then I'm rolling a D100. Uh, well, first no. uh, for the for the loadout, you just need to roll a D10. Okay. And we'll get you your scientist loadout. Uh, four. All right. You have a lab coat, which gives you one armor point. Okay. You have a screwdriver. Okay. A med scanner to scan med. <laughs> okay. And a vaccine. One dose. A vaccine oh. for what? I know. Vaccine for anything. That's exciting. <laughs> Infinite vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the bubonic plague, it's coming back, folks. <laughs> rats in space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> space rats. Space rats. Oh no! Coming to a theater near you. I picked the wrong title for this show. Um, shouldn't have committed so early. And now two D one hundred rolls for your trinket and your patch. All right. Oh oh. My trinket is uh, 100 or a zero. Yes. Which it, one or the, the other. It works. It, it's fine. Okay. 
<laughs> either either one is is applicable. I believe double zeros is zero. So it's zero to ninety nine. Okay. Zero. So like in game, if we're rolling and you roll zero zero, yeah. that would be a critical Yeah, because you're trying to yeah, roll success. under. Yes. Yes. And a ninety nine would be a critical failure. You get a manual. And the title of the manual is Panic Harbinger <laughs> of Catastrophe. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Panic Harbinger of Catastrophe. And then your patch 22 is <laughs> it is a picture of a pinup model riding a missile. <laughs> Nice. Yes. Of course. Yes. Okay. I'm getting this character more and more as we go. And that takes us to the end of the left side of the sheet. Mm -hmm. And that means we go to Reden, who is going to roll his very first character for out of depth plays. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get it done. This legacy roll right here. Strength. Is. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 31. 31. Uh, speed will be a... Well, I need to write it down as well. Uh, it's 31. Uh, speed is 33. Okay. Intellect is a 35. Hello. I'm rolling really well. I was rolling when you guys were uh, creating your characters. I was like, oh, these are all low rolls. So I think we I, I say got all this the, every time we get to intellect, Raven, <laughs> and then now we roll back. combat. Now yeah. we're combat. So. <laughs> Here's where it goes south. <laughs> Come on. No, not bad. That is going to be okay. a 36. Those are double eights. That was your best. Wow. Your best roll nice. is combat. Right. All right. Now we go straight into sanity, fear, and body, or saves. Mm-hmm. Sanity will be a 21. Okay. Not bad. I am getting very lucky. That would be a 29 for fear. Hey. Whoa. Very nice. There we go. That's, that's going to be a uh, 21. Okay. So I have 21, 29, 21 for sanity, fear, and body. Class. You've got... All the options here, it looks like. Uh, yeah, you're, you you're a golden boy. You can yep. be successful at whatever you do with those roles. Here's the thing. It's just, I just, I, I, feel, I have a feeling in my gut I'm going to roll a one for the health. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like, <laughs> if I go team, so I only get two of those. And then if I go marine, I have a little extra padding. Um, yeah, I, I kind of want to challenge myself for this first one here and kind of go against my my type. So I'm gonna, I think I'm I think I'm going to go marine here. Oh, yeah, there's no types here, man. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. types yeah. here. So that's going to get you a plus 10 to your combat bringing it up to a 46 and a plus 10 to your body save bringing it to 31. A plus 20 to your fear save bringing it to a 49. And you get an extra wound and now we're going to find out how good that is. Like, yeah. How worth that is. So right. 1d10 plus 10. Ah, that's not bad. Uh, that's going to be uh, 15. All right. So total 45, I believe. Cool. So 15 times three wounds. 45. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, your stress starts at a two. 
your trauma response. Whenever you panic, every nearby friendly player must also make a fear save. Because if the Marine's panicking, everybody else is in trouble. And David's just fine with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> David is fine with that. Zen, Zen android. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing yoga in his, uh, in his quarters. <laughs> with his dumb pith helmet. Uh, <laughs> I, you know He's what? He's balancing on it. He's sitting on the pith helmet. I think this is <laughs> I think this isn't the first time somebody's rolled a pith helmet and I've had to go, what is this? I think at a convention one time oh, okay. somebody rolled it and I was like, I have no idea what this is. And then <laughs> So I have re- forgotten what this is at least twice. Okay. So we have a marine for your loadout, we want a D ten and we'll see what your marine has at the beginning of the game. It's going to be a uh, a 10 or a 0. A 0. You have a tank top and camo pants for an, for an army armor point of 1, a combat knife, and a stim pack. One stim pack. I'm for sure going to come in costume for one of the, for one of the sessions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Stimpax cures cryo sickness, restores 1d10 health, and grants advantage to strength in combat for 2d10 minutes. However, there is a danger of addiction and or overdose if used frequently. So cool. Stimpax. <laughs> Be careful with Stimpax. Uh, and then last, uh, well, last for this section, we need a d100 for both a trinket and a patch. Uh, trinket is going to be a 76 76 you <laughs> jesus you have a sculpture of a rat made of gold <laughs> space rats i knew it <laughs> i didn't even space think about rats. that i didn't even think about that this is this is fate so the rats to, actually got on the spaceship and now we've been dealing with it or it I happened in like a key. previous mission <laughs> i have to redo the logos and everything <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and uh, patch is a fifty-four. Patch is a fifty-four, which is going to get you two crossed hammers with wings. Okay, like Thor hammer or like, what do you want it to be? <laughs> we'll like see. I don't know. Thor hammer, sledgehammer, like carpenter it's like, hammers. It's kind of up to you. With wings, cool. With wings, <laughs> like Fixit Felix. Didn't he have wings or something? I don't know. It's definitely golden. So now we're on the other side of this one sheet for step seven. So you note your class skill. We're back to David. David, who is an android. You can see here uh, the game is for skills. It's a skill tree system where you start at one and can lead to other more uh, expert, complicated skills. A android starts with linguistics, computers, and mathematics. Yep. You then get one expert skill or two trained skills. So, for example, with mathematics, you could get physics. Physics. With computers, I can get hacking. Or linguistics, it looks like linguistics doesn't have an expert skill. Okay. Right. But you could go straight to, oh, yeah, 
Yeah. So uh, that linguistics leads to a master skill. But yeah, I. I so we're looking at that. mathematics. Computers could get you to hacking. I think I'm going to do hacking. Okay. All right. So that gets you. So that's it, right? You get the one expert skill. Well, that was kind of anticlimactic, I guess. Why is that? We just, I mean, it's it. You just do one skill. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Good for your character. Uh, Yeah, it did feel like the previous one you had like a little more or something. I don't know. I don't know. It felt like there was like. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, teams or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Gail, Mm -hmm. you are a scientist, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So a scientist can get one master skill and an expert skill and train skill prerequisite. Interesting. So you could just go straight through, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get like, all Oh, because you the- don't, because you don't have, you don't have starting skills. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and then, then I you get-, get a bonus one train skill, not command or weapon specialization. Okay. So you can't form some kind of super scientist that can kick ass. So let's talk um, about our mission, because I yeah. am interested in like what my specialty would be, like why I would have been brought on this mission. Yeah, what what is what is this mission again? So the background for this game, we probably should have brought this up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? It's not going to matter. The background, <laughs> just kidding, it does matter. Uh, the background of this game is that There is, you all live at a time period where corporations are sending manned flights into neighboring solar systems looking for a second Earth. And it's now become like a corporate race to see which corporation can find a planet that is inhabitable like our own. And you all are on a ship that is heading towards such a planet. At the beginning of the game, you will all have been in cryostasis for a pretty long time, and you'll be awakened to eventually land on this planet, create a small uh, base of operations where you can study the planet and its atmosphere, its soil, its, its all that jazz to see if it could be something that can be terraformed, colonized, all that. So that's your purpose. So looking at some of these master skills, and I did look them up while... Good, because I don't know the definition of... (laughs) (laughs) One of them I couldn't find anywhere. I can only guess what it is, and that's xenoesotericism. Um, which, Wait, what? Is that see, on there? Yes. Xeno has a terrorism. To the folks at Tuesday Night Games, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that? I would guess that it's how do you worship the xenomorph from aliens? No. Um, alien no. religion? Yeah, it's some sort of, yeah, alien religion is what I would sure. guess. I'm like being an expert in that. But since it sounds like that seems a little more into the future, like knowing that there are alien religions or yeah, aliens. We haven't, we haven't gotten there. to that point where there's there aliens yet. Um, Sophantology is 
the study of culture on other planets. But again, seems seems like jumping the gun. Um, so I think I'm going to try exobiology, which is a study of just life in general on other Good planets. I like this. Um, with having a vaccine and a med scanner, I feel like. Oh, okay. Like I'm interested in life forms and so this gets you that whole tree, right? Stuff. Yes. So, so zoology, I, pathology. Yeah. Yes, and exobiology. Yeah. So zoology, pathology. What was it again? Exobiology. exobiology. Mm-hmm. Yes. You see, what's so great about this game is that it educates. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. It just gives you words that you then have to look up. Yes. But, you know, teach man to fish. And then, oh, and then you get a bonus trained skill. Yes. And that's what I was trying to figure out. I want to go with, I'm leaning towards theology because I kind of want to be a little crazy. Um, But I'm also leaning towards chemistry because I feel like that would be something I would be actually trained in. I love the idea that I think I'm trained in theology, but I'm really not, or psychology or something. <laughs> so we're basically um, saying you're struggling between being practical and impractical. No, not, no, I, I, I really think that that's just, it's in my character's mind that they're an expert on things that they're not an expert on. <laughs> so I'm going to go, I am going to go with chemistry. Kind of the, the piece of like how to, how okay. chemicals react in the body and bodies and stuff. Yeah. Chemistry. And that's me, guys. And that is Kale Reedon. You are a Marine, which means you get the military training skill, which mm-hmm. I don't even, am I missing it? It's not towards the bottom. It's oh, right there, there at the edge of the bottom. Uh, there yeah. it is. Gail, did you go with chemistry for your for your last train skill? I she did. Didn't. Okay, okay. Uh, cool. Because I'm also gonna go with that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just because I feel like it'd be interesting for my character. It's funny because yesterday I, um, it, it's my second rewatch, but I showed my girlfriend uh, the pilot episode of Breaking Bad, and uh, I just I love that show so much. Um, and so. I don't know. I think with the stem you're making pack, stem packs like yeah. in the basement of the ship, aren't exactly, you? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then oh, and then also to go on top of that, just because like some of the some of the scenes in there, I'm gonna go with zero G for my second train skill because um, there is um, I don't know. I feel like my character will find a little bit of escapism and beauty and that feeling of weightlessness and uh, yeah, feeling like he's not falling because I don't know. All right. So for you, I have military training, athletics, and then zero G and chemistry. Yes. Right. Okay. So for this game, we're dealing with characters that are kind of, kind of special in terms of like, they've gained this position. This is a tough, like you're on a ship for like a year. So you're far, far away from home. So they're, they're looking for people who are, you know, the best of the best. They're investing in people who are the, the most skilled. So I'm going to give you all, in addition to all this, you can choose to get another trained skill or you can move forward on the tree as far as you want uh, if you're connected. So if you have like an expert skill and you want to get a master skill, 
you could do that. Or if you want to make a master skill or an expert skill out of one of your trained skills, you can do that. I know. Oh, man. Well, my character is going to become a master of artificial intelligence. Because that seems cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So you went computers, hacking, artificial intelligence. And knowing that now, if you wanted to change something, you can. Knowing that I'm giving you all this. So you mean that I would have been able to get all of that without having to use my expert skill on hacking? No, yeah, that no, you would have had to do that. But I'm saying like, if Gail wanted to change her chemistry to something else, knowing that she could take it a step further than she could do that. I understand. Okay. I didn't look this up. What is Rimwise? Rimwise is kind of like Streetwise, but it's... Space-wise? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I would say that's not going to be applicable in what we're doing. Okay. It's a huge choice. It is. Now that you all are learning a little bit more about what we're playing, it's like, what? How can I be useful? I don't don't want to be given all the details, but at the same time, it's like, (laughs) I I need to know, like, are we going to be on the ship? Are we going to be outside of the ship? It's... (sighs) Different decisions here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. There is a lot. <laughs> this is I so dumb. <laughs> I love watching people just like Gail. Did you pick yours already? <laughs> I, I I rolled it. Um, oh, you rolled it. But okay. I'm like I'm so torn. So I'm I'm gonna roll a dice to help me. What'd um, you go with? Um, we're gonna do field medicine. And Good call. I, I'd love to think that because I'm sort of a medic. That I also feel like I'm, again, like going into that, like, I feel like I'm really good about psychology. Like, I know all about it when I don't. How do you get That's why I have that that panic manual. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm wondering if there is another psychologist or if, like, they said, oh, yeah, and you'll just be a psychologist because you can do that too, right? And like, yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) And really, I have no idea how to deal with (laughs) insanity. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. I got that. And for me, I think I'm just, I'm just going to go for hand-to-hand combat because since I am starting off with a knife, there's no guarantee that we'll be getting yeah. any firearms anytime soon. Yeah, no guarantees there. All that really leaves us with is, does, like, you don't have to answer this. So after we're, we're done, we're done with uh, pretty much the character creation aspect, all the nuts and bolts and technical bits. After this, I send a character questionnaire to all the players, and they fill that out. I post the results of that in our uh, uh, for our patrons at Patreon dot uh, com slash Get Out of Depth. There you go, plug in the old Patreon. Uh, look how professional that is. Boom. So, if you guys have a name, oh, here's here's a question for David. Yeah. One, if you guys have a name, we can do the name now uh, before we end this uh, this little special episode zero. But David, something I ask all people who play androids is I ask them, what kind of android are you? And I've had so many different answers. And I've actually seen this on the uh, the Mothership Discord. There's been questions about from new players who come on and they say, what 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 is the android? Like, what do we do with this? And the 
the the answer that I always give is that I let my players decide what it is. Um, so if you want to be a replicant, like Blade Runner style, where you look like a human being, or uh, like Michael Fassbender in the movie Prometheus, you want to be that kind of android, you can be that. If you want to be R2-D2, <laughs> or the robot from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, mm-hmm. you can do that. That's fine. Just be, just be Bender from Futurama, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to be Bender from Futurama uh-huh. and just tell people what to do because you are weak and squishy, you can do that. <laughs> so uh, I, my question, I would really love to know this because it helps me plan for what I do with your character. Sure. Uh, what kind of Android did you envision this person, this, this, uh, this being? I, who you're putting me on the spot. The, the initial yes. image I have in my head is kind of like uh, a robot from iRobot, the, uh, the Will Smith classic. We don't, don't talk about him now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Some, something kind of like that, but definitely very clearly. Oh, okay. An Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The iRobot uh, robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They look like, you know, oh yeah. 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 I like that. That is very unsettling too. I I feel like that is a really good one that causes fear. Yeah. <laughs> so I might get more specific or deviate from that when I I write up specifics, but that's okay. the initial kind of image uh, that kind of popped in my head. I dig that. I dig that. One of my favorite descriptions that I got from a player uh, was at the uh, RPG Alliance convention out of Canada. Shout out to those those fine folks. Was that he said that he want he wanted it to be like Data from Star Trek, except really crappy. <laughs> and I just like that kind of clicked in my head. I knew exactly what he was talking about when he was just like Data, but crappy. <laughs> and he weighed. <laughs> he started describing like his his parts and how he's had to like replace parts with like really heavy parts. He's like, I weigh like, like 2000 pounds now. <laughs> and then we started the adventure and they're going down these rusty, these rusty stairs. Oh man. He like a ton. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. just like, I'm sorry, man. You, you decided this. Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't mean to do this to you, but yeah, you're going to break this. But um, physics are real. Yeah. Yeah. I love like the idea of like, he's just got like a thousand sticks of Ram that have just weighed him down kind of a thing. It's like, all Ram. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so slow, guys. I'm just like, 80%, Ram. 80% Ram. 80% Ram sticks. <laughs> and, and like, USB drive. Like, little it's drive Ram and more. fans. Yes. To, just to keep him cool. Yeah. He's constantly yeah. humming. Negative self. Yeah. Here. You can't take that dude anywhere. Yeah, I can't take him. Anywhere. Turn off the fans, but I'll overheat. No. <laughs> that is kind of what happened to his character because he decided he had like a cracked nuclear reactor inside of him. Oh my gosh. Or he had a nuclear reactor and as soon as he fell and plummeted, he didn't die, but I like just made it so that his nuclear reactor cracked a little bit. <laughs> so he was kind of dangerous to be around. <laughs> it was a fun time. It's one of my favorite uh, favorite runnings of the game. Uh, any any names anybody's feeling? Again, if everybody's just like, that's too much, I can't do it right now, it's okay. 
what keeps coming to mind is Dr. Pender Schloss from the Adams family. Um, <laughs> you know, so. let's put that back in the oven. I know. And uh, I'm like, I don't like, I'm like, that's, that's all I could, every time I'm like, Dr. Okay. Pender Schloss. Um, well, I'm like, mm. that's okay. Yeah. I might have to come back to it. All right. Do you want like any other additional details as well that you've been kind of. I can't think of anything else. Not right now. Is there anything else you want to give? Um, I would love the idea of like my character. Just at, just for flavor, he has like a robotic hand. Hell yes. Yeah. Totally have a cybernetic hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I love like I love that cybernetics is on here, and I can just totally picture your person like, "Hey, can you help me with my hand?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "No." I'm not. You have to go see the cybernetics expert. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and if um, that inspires you all to tweak with your characters in any ways, like just, just let me know through the uh, character questionnaire. Um, but yeah, you can, ah, yeah. I, I always say this, like I give a lot of freedom to the players to kind of just make stuff because I'm like, it's so easy to die in games. I want you to just at least make somebody cool. Like, it's not fun to play, like, a crummy character and die fast, right? You want somebody who's going to go out in a blaze of glory. Someone will be memory, memorable. David, are you uh, are you punting on the name for tonight? I think I'm going to go with uh, Egon the Third. <laughs> Egon. Egon the Third. Egon uh, a lot of, a lot of people just call me Egon. Three, but uh, it's, it's technically Egon the Third. They just call you that so often that you stop correcting them. Well, because you know robots are <laughs> usually numbered, you know, not generation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Comedy. Everyone. People... <laughs> I mean, these are people that you've been on the ship with for years. Yeah. And they okay. just keep calling you Egon Three. Three. I've got mine. Cool. I want to go with Dr. Locke. Dr. L-O-C-K-E. All right. L-O-C-K-E, like Locke from one of the greatest shows of all time, Lost. Yes. All right. So we have Dr. Locke. We have Alberto. We have Egon 3. Egon 3rd to the ones who really know. Uh, the ones who listen, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be a running joke. Yeah, time. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to each of us decide yeah. which person are we. <laughs> yeah, what do we call him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alberto has to decide: is he a is he an Egon three or an Egon third? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, uh, he, he just he just goes back and forth. He doesn't he just forgets. He's, he's that one. He's just like, uh, when he's mad, it's it's Egon three. Um, so there it is. Uh, there's not really a whole bunch else to do. We're recording this in uh, April, and in a month from now, we're going to start recording episode one, and you're all going to get to hear what happens to these characters, and uh. It's going to be awful. It's going to be. Yes. (laughs) Don't. Based on what we have rolled here today. 
Do not get attached. No, no, no. We have a scientist. We do yeah. have. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We have and, one and, stem pack and a scientist who has. Yeah. I mean, you guys are going to be fine. Yeah, and we, we did roll, uh, really well. I mean, if not bad, not bad. From be... from what I understand, this game, the the first edition, uh, is the characters a little bit better than the zero edition by about eight points on average per stat. Because the old way was six d ten. I don't know if that checks out, but I'll take their I'll take their word for it. They play tested it. They know what they're doing. So we'll Eight see. points, a little more, a little more hope. A little bit more. However, the downside <laughs> is the stats for health are worse. Mm-hmm. So you're even more killable. But uh, yeah, that is it for session zero. I am so looking forward to uh, running this game. Uh, I'm so excited to uh, to hear more about these three uh, already starting to be amazing characters. And uh, I'm really excited to bring this game analysis complete to everybody out there listening. Thank you all. And on behalf of Gail, Reedon, and David, safe travels. <laughs>